0: Listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports podcast. Uh we we return a little later in the week, one day later than last week. Um joined with the homie, the OG homie Jordan. Tonight what's good? Ah, it's all good, man. It's all that matters, man. It's all good. It's all good. Are you do you have any beverages with you?
0: Man, you know, I mean, I I feel like I feel like a podcast is not, you know, complete without a cold beverage. I'm still a certain cold beverage.
1: Right. (laughs) We don't want to say any names (laughs) because they're not sponsoring us. Um, Our
0: beverage has never made me cough, though. Not not a beverage.
1: Yeah, that that who knows what that could be. We don't want to say that either because they don't sponsor us. Um, (laughs) Fuck us.
0: motherfuckers.
1: It's, uh, you're, you're enjoying your cold beverage. I am, I have not enjoyed one of those cold beverages since January on my quest to not drink, um, for the rest of 2019. I'm doing very well. Haven't had a, uh, a sip of a beverage, uh, since January. Since early That's awesome, January.
0: dude. It's awesome, dude.
1: It's pretty dope. I feel like, I feel like my, my brain has like, like brought a bunch of chemicals, crazy chemicals together. And like, I, I feel like, like, uh I don't know what's what's that superhero. Oh no, not the superhero. Like what's that scene from the movie uh oh man, what's it called? Bradley Cooper's in it. Uh it's like in not invincible. I'm not limitless. You know, like where like he takes the pill and like like everything around him gets like super crazy. Like he's zoned I, in.
0: I need to watch that. I've been told to watch that by a lot of people. Too. <laughs> like I yeah. feel like I've been left out in 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 that realm of the world because they talk about it so much.
1: It's such a great movie, and like they have it, they've made a TV show about it too. But um, like basically, I used to take Vivant, and that was like my Limitless pill. But now it's like I've gotten away from the beverage, and uh, being sober has been like very like eye opening. So it's being been, sober
0: uh, unlocks your mind
1: maybe i don't know for it some locks point, it away
0: further I, <laughs> I think it locks it away further honestly i don't know
1: you i, th- I think that you just you, you get so comfortable like with just yourself being sober and you don't really you have a hard time like remembering what it feels like when you're drunk so you're just kind of like whatever but we'll see what happens when new year's hits i'll probably drink one beer and like pass out on the ground
0: <laughs> be, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be nothing new. You drink, you drink two and you pass out. So, back, back, of, back of
1: truck sleeping, going <laughs> on like, two wheels, shit like that. Some, that was some good old times, dude. That was good times for sure. But uh, enough about that shit. Been a been a big week. We're uh, we're finally finished. We're gonna talk football now. We're gonna talk football. Are we talking
0: NFL, AAF, are we talking the XFL? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well,
1: of- <laughs> wow. yeah. All right, so I, I will say this about the AAF before we do get into the uh, free agency recap for the NFL. Uh, a certain football player, which I love... Oh, um, God, here we go. Here has, we go. ...has decided to come after being cut from the Canadian Football League to the AAF. Johnny Johnny Menzel is playing for the Memphis Express, the worst team in the AAF, which is also the team that I chose before the season. <laughs> started. And so like, I can't go back on that now, but I think it's like even sweeter that Johnny Menzel is now a member of the Memphis Express, which I'm still kind of upset because like, I was really digging Zach. Mettenberger. Upset. Yeah. Upset.
0: I you can't be upset.
1: Well, if he like, I like Zach Mettenberger, like as the quarterback for that team. I mean, if Johnny beats him, it's whatever. But I just think it's – I think it's really, like, ironic that he ended up on that team. Like, it's, like, for me, at least. That's
0: what I was thinking, exactly.
1: Because, like, he was, like – like, what was my fantasy football team name, like, the year that he got drafted? What was it, like, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny is not dead or something like that. Johnny's not dead. Like, I was so yeah. adamant that he was just going to be the next great quarterback, and it just did not work. At
0: all? Oh, we just didn't know. Like you, you were waiting on Baker, bro. Yeah, like, like that, that. That you, you just was a little early. Like it was like a premature, premature ejaculation on the Browns.
1: A little and bit. like With some dog water. Just
0: waiting on that Baker, you know? I, th- I told, I you. I just, I'm just look.
1: Johnny Manziel was the dog like, water, and then Baker Mayfield was like the full blown. You hit puberty. Here's here's white sperm.
0: I don't know. I think it was just like Baker's like good enough and not so much a party animal but he is a party animal. but you know like he's like on that he's got that limit
1: no baker baker just like i i, I don't think he's a party animal i think he's just like cocky but because he knows he's good but um but yeah like that that's when the love for the Browns started um as the as an underdog team and and that, it lasted for a very long time um but yeah johnny Menzel, Good for him, and we'll, I'll be watching. I haven't watched AAF that much at all, actually. It kind of faded away like everybody figured it would. Um, people kind of forgot about it. They're selling tickets for like $6 for the, the Salt Lake City team. Now.
0: It, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, dude. I mean, it, it's hard yeah. just like a podcast, man. It's hard to come in and, and be a podcast when there's a whole bunch of other podcasts out there, and you, you try to stand out.
1: I, I you know, read it, but I, read. I haven't
0: seen them stand out yet. What are What are they doing to stand out? Do you know? Have you watched enough to see what they're doing to stand out?
1: So, so yeah. So, uh, Segway riding my Segway into NFL free agency. Biggest shocker of free agency. Everyone's heard about it by now, and I am over the moon. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is now a Cleveland Brown. Shocker! He is reunited with homeboy Jarvis Landry. It's like LSU Tigers. And I know. Tigers. Would you care to tell the listeners what you told me when I broke the news to you?
0: No, what did I say? The boys back together?
1: No, because like I told you that, and like I remember, I hit you up, and I was like, it happened, and like you always gave me shit about liking the Browns. So, would you care to tell? Like, would you care to tell them that the oh. photo that you sent me whenever oh. uh, you found oh, about out that. about that? Yeah. About that? Would you care?
0: Well, you know, I don't. No, I mean I was okay with being a bandwagon. Okay, I was okay with it. Um, but this time it's it's like it's like it's like you have like these sort of bandwagon fans. Like I was one of those sort of bandwagon Jaguars fans, and then and then they like they they fucked up real big.
1: Yeah, real you know? big.
0: So like I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't like stick with it. Like I I, I don't know. It's hard to stick with it. It but was one year wonder for you. Yeah, yeah, and I hope this is not a one-year, one or two. But it was yes, weird
1: for that. It, be honest. Yeah, yeah, it
0: was, it was, it was. I love, I love that motherfucker, and I still do. Um, but this year, I feel like this is a bandwagon that I can't turn around on.
1: This is. I filled bandwagon. out
0: my information. I've sent it into the league office. <laughs> it, it's getting notarized. It's getting. I, I. I might as well get a tattoo.
1: Have you ordered your jersey yet?
0: I, I I I don't I don't like which one. I'll
1: they're, make. They're probably order. sold out. Okay, they're probably Maybe, sold out. All right, we'll do rock paper scissors. All right, um, whoever like, okay, who who gets whoever wins, like, should they get the Landry jersey or the OBJ jersey?
0: You know, I, I for me, I feel like I, I should like if I want to be a true bandwagon fan, I should just like get like a Baker or Chubb jersey.
1: But but the, there's no fun in that. I I know, but like I, like I feel like I feel like if I fan, you need to get like an OBJ jersey. That's a true bandwagon I, guy.
0: No, I feel like like if I'm gonna bandwagon the team, you know what I mean? Like the like team.
1: I should get a Baker Mayfield jersey because like I, I like them. What
0: year. about the big fat the set Hut guy? Does he have a jersey?
1: No, I uh, need his, I
0: need his jersey. Bob Wiley, Can I get like a
1: coach, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Is he
0: still there? Is he no, staying?
1: But I have a I have a uh I have a polo that is about two sizes too big and like and I got that to be Bob Wiley for Halloween last year. You can have that if you want it. It's got the L- I need L-
0: I need L- I need to do that. Like to be a true like for the team. Like I feel like I feel like this team is just I don't know. You have to they legitimately
1: a you have to wear a mustache.
0: Man, that my mustache just ain't coming in, bro. It just it's just I, I tried, you know, I got the I got got, you know, Rogaine, you know. Put it on there, smear the it rate. in, it Just don't work.
1: Smear, smear, they, they have They have a lot of different herbal supplements now that You can help you grow facial hair. Here
0: so, we go again with your natural self.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I'll definitely give you that. But no, I, I want to do rock, paper, scissors, and I feel like it's only right if we get OBJ and Jarvis Landry's jerseys. Jarvis Landry. Me and you. Or Me and
0: you. You get one, I get one.
1: Exactly, like I either get Landry or you get OBJ. Like we just rock paper scissors over OBJ. Whoever loses gets Landry.
0: Whoever loses gets Landry. How do you pick that? No, because, you can't say that.
1: Because like OBJ is the new the new exciting player for the team. So like Landry was there last year.
0: Is is this team gonna gonna show us that it doesn't matter how the coaches you have? It matters about the players on the field. Like is it gonna show us legitimately?
1: um i don't I don't know yet like i if we're being real about it, like it looks great on paper, but like the Rams looked hey, said paper. the Rams,
0: yeah and they did.
1: killed it until the Super Bowl they choked hard no they,
0: no they they <laughs> killed it until the until the refs helped them out, but would that, yeah,
1: that that was a true story of how a team was never yeah. supposed to advance forward, they weren't ready yet, and that's what happens. But, um, but no, I, I honestly, I think that this team is going to be great. I definitely see them winning the, uh, the AFC North. Uh, they're definitely a playoff team. I'll give them that, at least a wild card. Um, they're, they're definitely going to be a wild card this year. It's going to be awesome to see them in the playoffs, and, and I know this will happen. Um, everybody's, like, really worried about Freddie Kitchens and him being a first-year coach and his leadership. But, honestly, like, I know Baker loves the guy. Jarvis loves the guy. Uh, loves the guy. Nick Chubb loves the guy. And then you got an eight week suspension for Kareem, uh, hunt. And, you know, you really don't know what's going to happen with it, man. Like it's just, didn't he
0: get like, did he get suspended?
1: Yeah. He's got got an eight game suspension, eight game suspension. Yeah. Um, a lot of people aren't going to be happy about it. Doesn't change the fact of what he did, but is what it is. He's coming back, whether you like it or not, eight games, he'll be back in. So that's, if they make it to the playoffs without him, I mean, and Nick Chubb's doing well, I don't really see why they would want to mess up a good thing. But if you know if Chubb's not really performing the way he needs to be, and we don't even know what's going to happen with Duke Johnson yet, or how he's going to be used by Kitchens and his offense. So
0: Baker made that offense that he had last year scary. Okay, he, he made people... Worry like Why they I haven't worried I mean, about the Baker. Browns in years, and then like Baker comes in, makes that offense scary, and then you imagine Week Nine: Nick Chubb, cream Hunt, David Njoku, Jarvis Landry, OBJ, Baker Mayfield. Like that's a that's a scary, that's a scary offense.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and call it Belichick Browns 2.0.
0: That, that that seems legit, right? right? Like piecing just... together.
1: You know, old school man. Like that was like uh, the last time they were in the playoffs. I think it was like in the early two thousands. Yeah, early two thousands was the last time they made the playoffs. So, wow. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been it's been it's been <laughs> eighty four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight yeah. up. I'm uh I'm really excited to see it. This is one of those those teams. I say it all the time. Love the underdogs. Um I, I would say probably now. I mean, who is who is the true underdog in the NFL now? Like you got the Bills. Um you know, you got shit, the Lions maybe? The Lions?
0: Ah. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with I know. No, I, I mean, you're talking about second year under uh, Patricia, right?
1: Yeah, they got they they're basically going to be like the 2013 Patriots now.
0: They could they could make some really big changes and, and come up this year. Um, I don't know. You, Tampa? Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, where they?
1: Bruce Arians? Who they? Huh? They're, yeah, T- Bruce Arians is out of retirement. You've been gone for a while.
0: No, I know, but like, what oh. is that going
1: to do? What's he I mean, going to do? He believes in Jameis Winston. That's all I know. They got rid of Ryan Fitzpatrick, so I
0: know I can tell you a lot of people that believe in him, and like you can believe in him, like you know, five out of ten weeks.
1: You can believe all you want; doesn't mean you're going to eat <laughs> a dub.
0: You just, you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, like with a. Uh, whenever they did with old Ryan, like you got to pick the right weeks. Like, I um, you're not good this week. Like, like there's something that Jameis Winston is doing. Like, I don't know if it's his diet. Like, I don't know if, like, he's fucking too much or, like, what. But some weeks he just fucking too much and, like, he doesn't have energy out. or.
1: I think he's masturbating too much. I don't think he. I don't, I don't even think Jameis Winston. That
0: could make a legit reason why his right arm just can't throw as far as Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: And he could be half blind because he, he masturbates too much.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work.
1: There's a lot of things. So, obviously, Bruce Harris believes in Peyton Barber, too. So, I don't really know what's going to happen with Ronald Jones. I mean, he didn't do anything last year. But, I mean, it's Dirk Cotter. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, that guy sucks. Yeah. He's gone. I don't know. But, they, yeah, they're an underdog team. Uh, so, let me, let
0: me ask you real quick. Is Lev Bell going going to first round this year? Way too early. It's March. Okay, Is Lev so- Bell going in the first round?
1: So now that he's with the Jets He's
0: yeah. been a top fucking three it pick. It every matter. Year.
1: I mean, did you hear what he said? Did you hear what Lev said on uh he, he came out and did like a little video or whatever. He said, you, you know,
0: know what he said? You know what he said? I haven't played in two years or a year and a half.
1: I haven't played in a year and a half, <laughs> and yeah. my body feels incredible. He was he said that I so she's I, gave, tall. I gave my body like full rest, more rest than it's ever had. He said, "I feel great. I feel incredible." Also, was rumored to be two hundred and sixty pounds. Don't really know if that's true or not. If it is, I'm very scared. I don't think it's true, though. I, I, dude, it's Lev Bell. Yeah, he's a late first rounder. Like, it's just it's Lev Bell. Um,
0: you, you're you're gonna stick with that, uh, like I don't yeah. I don't know I
1: don't know, man. The only thing that worries me is that he's in Adam Gase's offense now, and we all kind of know what Adam Gase does with running. He's more pass-heavy. So I really think that he's going to work hard developing Sam Darnold this year. Pass to who, though?
0: They need any pass or they need a, they need a, need they need a so, receiver.
1: So now you got Robbie Anderson. Uh, they got uh, – I want to say they got – was it Crowder from the Redskins? I think they got him. Maybe. Check.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Check.
1: Let me, let me double-check myself. There's
0: been so much going on. Like, it's been tough to keep up, dude.
1: There's been a lot of moves, a lot Red of, of low-radar moves uh, right now. I will say that much, and, and I've got a lot of them written down so that we can cover them. Um, you know,
0: we always talked about um, uh, every time, like, say, uh, like in the years past, um, say Antonio Brown went out with a concussion or something, we would be like, oh, and, you know, Lev's not going to produce as much. And I feel like more times than not, Lev didn't produce as well without Antonio Brown. And same thing for Antonio Brown when Lev Bell was injured for like a game. Because I don't think they ever had big stretches where they were injured. I think like Antonio had like a hamstring or something that got him for a little while, a couple years back. Um, But we've always talked about that. We've always talked about the impact on other fantasy players when other fantasy players were injured. And, like, I feel like Antonio Brown and Lev Bell are going to be a good understanding moment um, within this year to see is Lev Bell going to be able to produce without Antonio or is a running back, a high-skilled, one of the highest-skilled running backs in the game right now going to be able to produce without, number one, a Super Bowl quarterback, as much as I hate to say about Big Ben, um, the yeah, big rapist. Tough. Number two, without a legitimate wide receiver. One,
1: I don't know um, why. I mean, even even with
0: like last year, I feel like last year, and I feel like last year, if, if Lev would have played, he would have had the best year of his life with Juju, Antonio, Ben, and Lev. Man, look what look look what James Conner did. I'm not saying
1: saying anything bad about James Conner. I mean, they're – I mean, I look at it this way. Like, you can't – we can't look back on that anymore. Like, they're, they're in two different systems now. Regardless, they're not together. I mean, it's just kind of like looking at it this way. Like, okay, you know, you've got Lev Bell with the Jets. The wide receiver one there is obviously Robbie Anderson. So, I mean, as long – I mean, and Sam Darnold hit him, like, late in the season. Robbie Anderson was a producing machine, especially for fantasy playoff purposes. Um, and now you, you add Jamison Crowder into that offense. I think they still have Quincy Inouye. I mean, he didn't do a whole hell of a lot. But, I mean, in the beginning of the season, he looked pretty promising. What about that fucker that got arrested? That's – that uh, Robbie? That was Robbie, yeah. He got that D. That was Robbie, yeah. It all got cleared, yeah. Um, oh, i paid, paid up. Paid up. In the beginning of the year, it didn't look like he was going to like him at all. I remember I cracked the joke about, like, Sam Darnold is heavily against DUIs. Like, he's he does not like people that got DUIs. But he ended up, like, getting great. I think it's just you have a rookie quarterback coming in. He's trying to figure out the offense. And now you get rid of Todd Bowles. You bring in Adam Gase. Adam Gase is, quote, unquote, the quarterback whisperer. Didn't really see much of that with Ryan Tannehill. And I didn't see much of it with Ryan Tannehill 2.0 either he came back with his little leg brace. So, you know, Tannehill's gone. Um, But that's beside the point because Gase is now in New York. So I don't know. Like, I think that that's the only worry, though. It's just like – and I'm I'm not the only one worried about that. I think a lot of people listening are, are, you know, are wondering about that. But um, if if just going off of my gut right now, Adam Gase knows the talent that he's getting – with Le'Veon Bell, this isn't Kenyon Drake. Um, this isn't uh, Frank Gore. This is Le'Veon Bell. So he's going to have to understand that you have a star running back. You're going to have to work him into this offense and work him into this often, offense effectively. And he knows that. And I think that this might be a change of pace for Adam Gase. And I think that this is going to uh, be to change up. I think it's going to be good. I mean, it's going it to open worry. up the field. It's going to open up the field worry. for Sam Darnold. It's going to make Darnold look better. He's going to have the field a lot more open. He can't look much worse. They're going to stack the box a lot. I mean, uh, because, I mean, you, like you're talking about, you look at these receivers. Stack the box. You don't stack the box on Levin Bell.
0: I mean, you don't stack the box on left. Bell, just like you don't stack the box on Alvin Kamara. You don't do it. You can't do it. You know why? So, throw the, that motherfucker to him. <laughs> like,
1: Right, so but what I'm ground. saying is, is like they don't, you know, they don't have the Antonio Brown in New York. So I mean, they have Robbie Anderson. That's it. So it's going to be different, but I don't think that's going to hinder his value whatsoever. I think Lev- Le'veon
0: Bell, Antonio Brown takes two fucking people to cover both of them, whether they're yeah. out of the backfield, out of the slot, you know, wide doesn't matter.
1: So no worries, two. Le'veon Bell is going to be fine. I'm taking him the. I say, Brown.
0: stay away from Lev this year. I that's my opinion right now in March. That's my opinion. Stay away from Le'Veon Bell. Well, Don't pick him in the first round. Let somebody else take that risk. Get you, get you somebody else.
1: You know, I, you know, I've never owned Le'Veon Bell, ever. Since in all my years of playing fantasy football, I have never once owned Le'Veon Bell.
0: I've never drafted Le'Veon Bell. I have only acquired him in a trade.
1: Yeah, so I think this might be the year that I do it. We'll really, see. Don't really be,
0: don't be don't be trying to throw out drafts, you know, because I'll be I'll be thinking about that all year. Like <laughs> yeah, a draft I gotta, against your ass, you'll be starting to say you're gonna draft. And I'm like, You're gonna, gonna, gonna
1: call it podception. Podception. I just I just did that to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hit up some 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 memories and take some memories out of me so we'll that I can draft properly.
1: Um continuing on on the running backs, uh some other inquiries, one that I was really sad to see happen, but, um, it is, it's business. Mark Ingram is a Raven now. Um, he's, are you
0: sad about it?
1: You, you know, I, it's, it's really not much of like, I, I have full Can you boom and
0: zoom from across the country or not. They're
1: still, still going to boom and zoom. Uh, Alvin Kamara made that very clear, but it's really not the, the player itself. It's just the, uh, it's the, the friendship and just the team spirit and like the camar- camaraderie that they had, uh, they, they had
0: a, They had it going, dude.
1: And they had it going. You know, just at every after every game, just both of them seeing them on like Prime, like with uh with uh Deion Sanders talking on uh NFL Prime, and um, you know, just the nicknames, the highlight reels, just the the vibe. It was amazing. So. It's going to suck to see that, but at the same time, um, I don't think Mark Ingram is going to be that high of a draft pick this year in fantasy, just because of you know Lamar Jackson being a running. It's going to be a running team, I'll tell you that much. But I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think of this because the Ravens always find a way to fuck up running backs. <laughs> they just. Have to-
0: They they just get him torn up, like, like, run it, run it, run it, run it. Oh, shit, he's broken. Next man up. Run it, run it, run it. Oh, shit, he broke. Next man up.
1: (laughs) Just run it. Harbaugh breaks running backs, like always. So I'm I'm concerned about Mark Ingram. Um, And like I said, I hate to see him go, but I am not worried about Alvin Kamara at all. We, We all saw what Alvin Kamara did in four games without Mark Ingram. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that this year. And I think that that uh, just—I think Alvin Kamara stays where he's at in the draft. I was high on him last year. It's not that I'm biased because I'm a Saints fan. It's because he's Alvin Kamara. Dude's good. Dude's really good. He is. And it is what it is on that standpoint. So I'm I'm okay to say that about him. Um, One that I am excited about. To see what's how it's going to play out, Tevin Coleman to the Niners. Um, so I guess this is the end. We were talking about this last week. This is the end of McKinnon, I guess. Um, or I don't really know 100. Uh, percent
0: why? Why? Why haven't they gotten rid? Like why haven't they haven't got rid of him?
1: I don't know, you know if they've like, got rid of. Him or I, don't, him. I don't. I don't think they have.
0: I don't think they have either. Um, why wouldn't it, You know, that's Kyle Shanahan. That's that's his man. Tevin yeah, Coleman's he's got him dude, back. Like, yeah. Um, are we gonna see a Tevin Coleman behind? Uh, don't you want Devonta Freeman? You know, like what are we? What are we gonna see? Are we gonna? Are we gonna see Tevin Coleman as lead or McKinnon as lead? Like, we we know what McKinnon can do. Like, you know, he got hurt early, 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 like before the season started, right?
1: Well, they're saying that this has no effect on Jarrett McKinnon. So it's going to be Tevin Coleman and Jarrett McKinnon. Um I I don't know, man. I, I haven't it's been a while since we've seen Jarrett McKinnon in action. Um it's been more recent that we've seen Tevin Coleman in action. Uh Kyle Shanahan's going to play him really well. So I mean, both of them in the backfield could be a very scary thing. Um Garoppolo's coming back. Um we, you know, you got George Kittle there you got marquise goodwin uh, niners if 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 they can stay healthy niners niners are going to look pretty good i don't think that they're uh, if they
0: can stay damn healthy man Yeah, that's i had the so much pride for them last year dude
1: oh i did too i like, drafted like, jimmy Garoppolo. oh <laughs> uh, man it, it was hurt. like
0: oh man Kyle Shanahan jimmy g you know you had jeremy kennan you had uh uh what's 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 his name the one that got hurt last year the wide receiver, Screw me up.
1: Marquise Goodwin.
0: Marquise Goodwin, man, like he makes any he makes any quarterback look good. And then you got Jimmy G now. You know, like I was seeing them like hooking up all the time. Uh, he made that last quarterback look really good. So
1: underdog team, can, uh, can we consider them an underdog?
0: I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if San Fran can get an underdog status, man, with all their
1: bowls. You're right. You're right. They've had that for a while. I don't think they'll ever have that. They won't have those worries. Yeah. Um, but I, I like it. I, I like the fact that Kyle Shanahan got his man. Um, so, I mean, it's, I do too. it's just one more puzzle piece to add to what is an almost completed uh, Northern California team looking hot. So, I'm excited to see what happens with Coleman there. Two other... Um, low key free agent moves that I watched last week. We uh, we talked about where we thought Golden Tate might go. Um, Complete shock to see him go to the Giants, <laughs> and that's that is just a shit show. Can we talk about that for for a minute? The Giants. I heard a lot of
0: people. I heard a lot of people talk about Eli was getting paid too
1: much. I think like that, he was getting too much
0: money.
1: I think. What do that, you think about
0: that? Do you think he's making too much money?
1: I think that Eli should retire, like now. Or like go to really? team, or like go to a team that uh I feel
0: like he, need, I feel like he needs a team change. I don't feel you like should retire. I feel like he needs a team change.
1: Dude Eli just looks looks horrible, I, man.
0: I need to see Eli with another team to make a judgment. <coughs> Does that make sense?
1: I mean we saw it with Peyton, but I mean Peyton was great always.
0: No, he was not. He he did not win that damn Super Bowl. No, he did not. No, he uh uh-uh. No, he time, did not.
1: One time he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he won. He beat the Carolina with Panthers.
0: the Broncos. With the Broncos, he didn't. He did not that was, win that game.
1: He he got he was he not got even MVP. The, dude, he got beat by the Seahawks, but then he came back and beat the Panthers with the Broncos, and then he retired. At Super no, Panthers.
0: no, the defense beat the the Panthers. Whatever. The defense won that Super Bowl, dude. The and and well, and with Cam Newton not jumping on that fumble.
1: I will say that, like, yeah, the defense was fantastic.
0: Defense, That's why Von Miller was the fucking MVP. The defense won that fucking game. Like, Peyton, like, his first year with the Broncos, all right, legit Peyton Manning. All right. We had, uh, remember Cody fucking picked him first overall.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah he
0: legit <laughs> year. Legit year. Like, it was a good had, year for he him. Had, him. He's he was a great had, fantasy quarterback.
1: He had what? He had Eric Decker. He had Wes Welker
0: uh Demarius Thomas
1: Demarius Thomas yeah dude he had yeah he had a squad
0: Yeah and then like the next year yeah. they came back like, I, like the only it, the bond miller won that bowl that's all i can say and like so like let's see you know
1: I'll say this Eli Eli, Manu, Eli had some. his time Eli Eli did I mean he got two rings before his brother I mean he did that Eli prime Eli but I mean Eli just He's, I don't know, I I don't like the Giants, and I I think that they just are, they are like purposely just trying to take, you know, they got a rumor right now going around that like Sterling Shepard, like the Patriots are interested in him. The Patriots
0: are interested in Sterling Shepard.
1: It's a rumor. I mean, it's not anything like, there's nothing to really back it, but.
0: Are the Patriots going to keep Gordon?
1: Uh, Dun- it's it's done.
0: he out. I heard. I read something about. It's- um, the NFL had to like you know how they do their fucking oh, let's see if they can get on the get off this list and that list and put them on, put them in the game, you know all that shit.
1: I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a tough call. I mean, it's just because he's gotten clean, and he's came back, and then he's got dirty again, and he's came back. It's just been a lot of back and forth, man. I don't really know if he's going to want to keep doing it or if any team's going to want to keep doing it. But, um, I mean, the Patriots, they definitely do need to get a star wide receiver if they're going to continue rolling the way they're rolling. I mean, Edelman has shined. Edelman is their shining star. But getting a, another deep threat is what they really need. Um, Sterling Shepard could be that. And if they could just find a way to make that happen, then the Giants would go to full tank mode. Because, dude, I'm telling you, I have a feeling that Saquon is going to break a leg next year. And, like, I hate to have to be, Literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, well, like, I mean, he's either going to, like, be so good that he does break a leg and he's, like, going to be the only thing. Like, he'll be great. He's still going to be a good fantasy play because it's all
0: I think that like, this is I back think, to like the Antonio Brown lev thing.
1: I think well, that Saquon Barkley is is still a top first. He's a first rounder always, dude. Like, I,
0: I believe. Top. I believe. I have an, a. I believe the first rounder too. And you got to see. Worries say, is like
1: all they have, really.
0: Yeah, he's gonna get touches. That's what you a want lot, from ERB, though. Lot
1: of Touches a lot of carries. Yeah, but I'm worried about him because he is going to be so worked. Well, you know,
0: he got the calves of a fucking Rhino, all right? So, he better be ready to carry that fucking team.
1: The only thing that I'm concerned with is, like, like, you know what? It's not even a concern. Like, they're going to have to, like, bring another running back in. Because if they're not going to go out and – I mean, they have Golden Tate. Yeah, you got Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate as of right now. Um, Golden Tate is talented. But – We'll see how it pans out, but if if they did get rid of Sterling Shepard, like they would have to get another running back, like just somebody to handle like third downs or something like that, like just to give him a break, just because like he's going to be working so hard, like stir like uh, Saquon Barkley is like going to be the man, like he's all they got now. He's there. He's the face of that franchise. Unless they go out and get Dwayne Haskins, which yeah, they, they got
0: probably- definitely got to make some additions.
1: To that they they got to get a QB for one to start prepping him and getting him ready if they're going to keep Eli in which I think is dumb. If they go out and get Dwayne Haskins, they need to play Dwayne Haskins. That's the way I look at it.
0: I think they should move Eli. I think Eli should move. I don't know if it's Eli that doesn't be, want to move. I don't know a that hot if it's, landing if it's spot for the organization. Eli. Oh, Hot landing spot for Eli. Um... Maybe maybe the Jags.
1: Nah, Nick Foles is there. It's done. Yeah, no.
0: I mean, I'm like, I'm just thinking like.
1: I don't think right now be good for the Jags at all. I think the I think that Foles is a good good pick for the Jags. I like Foles.
0: I, I'm not saying anything against Foles. I just think that Eli would be better than Foles there.
1: Uh eh, I don't know. I, I like Foles there better. Um, I mean, maybe maybe like anywhere. Hmm. Maybe, Cincy. Yeah, that'd be his best spot.
0: You know, you know, now uh, you you got uh, AJ. Yeah, he's got somebody to throw to. He's always needed. I, mean, I guess Tyler he's always the top. Yeah.
1: Um, I think they, I think they let John Ross go. Pretty I sure. Would
0: doubt it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Tyler Boyd, AJ, um, Eifert resigned with him. You saw that? Yeah, bro. Back, dude. No, made of glass. shirt Yeah, yeah. Made of glass, dude. Like it sure not Made of glass. Um. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it may it'd be cool to see. I'm sure we're gonna end up seeing Eli go somewhere next year, especially if they draft the Wayne Haskins.
0: I don't know. I feel like it might be his last chance. He might be like on the couch doing Papa John's commercials. Oh, it is
1: gonna be his last chance, dude. Like, I mean, he knows it too. He knows it's coming. Like they're like, so okay. I'm talking about
0: this year. Like I feel like, like this year. Like if he doesn't do something this year. You know, like, he's going to have that, that, that stupid look. Like, at least whenever Peyton Manning had that stupid look on his face, he had that big ass red mark on his big old six head that everybody stared at instead of looking at his face. Yeah. Eli doesn't have that big ass mark on his yeah. forehead. Eli just like has just the. Look at his actual face. face. He's got a yeah.
1: face, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, damn. Did I really throw that to the other team? Yes, bro. You threw that to the other team.
1: You he did loses, that. He loses all <laughs> control of his facial muscles; like he just goes into this paralysis mode. It's like straight up. But, um, dude, yeah, it, it makes you wonder. Like, was Ben McAdoo really that? Like, like, did he see something we didn't? by starting Geno Smith that time.
0: <laughs> uh, he could have had something better he you know, could have I had a better be, backup plan
1: yeah I was like, really mad about that remember I started the send Ben McAdoo <laughs> face campaign yeah, <laughs> On Go yeah
0: dumpster fire dude
1: <laughs> it was hard dude um, one quarterback move that I'm in love with Ryan Fitzpatrick is the new starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, for now, for now, Fitz Magic remains in Florida. He is the starting quarterback for Miami. Um, I saw a tweet today that had his beard, and they were talking about how glorious his beard was. I think it was like I think somebody from ESPN shared it, and then somebody that I follow tweeted like, "Imagine how it's going to be when that beard is in 100 degree heat." In Miami, and I was like, "You better wrap that thing in a sham wow because it's going to get wet <laughs> <laughs> but dude i'm I'm kind of excited to see what happens. I mean, he doesn't have anybody to throw to except for what um oh boy that we like don <laughs> Parker with the yeah, you never,
0: yeah <laughs> and then uh, you got that other one, that other running back one who would just, like, go the – well, he was, I guess he was a punt returner. Really, he got all his points from that.
1: Yeah, Kenyon Drake will still be there. And then Frank Gore, he's
0: – Kenyon Drake. Fuck Kenyon Drake. Don't draft Kenyon Drake. No, you pick him everywhere. He had that No, you don't even pick – don't draft, <laughs> don't pick up Kenyon Drake. I'm
1: more he's don't, like, don't the pick the up hurtful. Dante Parker. Who knows, though, the the hurtful. If they don't, if if like, okay, so I know a lot of a lot of like analysts are saying that Kyler Murray could go to the Dolphins if he doesn't go to the Cardinals. And if he does and like, you know, Fitzpatrick's his backup, it's whatever. We'll see what happens. But if not, if Fitzpatrick is the starter for this year, like it'd be pretty interesting to see what happens with Devontae Parker. Um, he might actually be a threat, but I mean, it's, it's going to be the same situation as last year. I mean, don't go draft Ryan Fitzpatrick. Please don't be that guy or that girl. Don't be stupid.
0: I mean, I don't know. Like, it's hard not
1: to. Just because of the Fitz magic.
0: Yeah. You always like, know like you just, can pick just him just up
1: like, if you have a higher waiver priority.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what if you don't have that priority and and like he's going to fuck off? All right, so like, say I'm not saying like pick him up as your pro prim- Excuse me, your primary QB. All right. Kind of secondary. Secondary, if if you if you yeah. got a draft, it, it draft works out good week. enough where you get the option, and you feel like, hey, it's okay to draft late, 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 late rounds. Secondary quarterback, get the fit's magic in there. Only start him the first two weeks. Don't start him after. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, first two weeks, <laughs> and then on the fifth week, then and you and drop him, the and then drop. Don't him even worry about it. Pick him back up in week 11, start him week <laughs> 13, and then drop yeah. him again, and then you're done. <laughs> yeah, John, <laughs> that, John, That's dude. the like, schedule.
0: Like, start him week one and two and, like, have your chains and be sending your pictures of you and in your, in, in your, in your Fitzmagic chains to your boys that you're playing fantasy with. Week three, drop him like a hot potato, you know. Let him go out there. Let somebody else mess with him in week three, hopefully the guy you're playing against. Let him throw five touchdowns. and I mean, five interceptions instead of touchdowns.
1: Well, he's going to go uh, from a hot potato <laughs> to, like, cold mashed potatoes in your hand. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, please don't. Don't listen to Jordan. Don't draft him. Please. <laughs> late. I'm talking late secondary, man. Give him the first two weeks. I, I feel like I could find way better options for, like, my last pick of a draft. <laughs> I don't know. You do it, though. You do it. I'm going to encourage you. Um, and then I, I got kind of like a sleeper move kind of, and like, I don't know. What's that? Was that I, I want to get your take on this one. So, um, this was a wide receiver that kind of broke out a little bit in the, in like, uh, late in last season. Uh, he was, he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's now with the Tennessee Titans. How do you feel about the move for Adam Humphreys going from Tampa to Tennessee with Mariota?
0: Well, Mario, Mario doesn't throw wide receivers to himself, so I'm done. That was right. simple as shit.
1: Very simple one. Yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah, see what happens right. with that then, right?
0: They can't even. They can't even. They can't even run Derrick Henry consistently.
1: I think that's going to change this year.
0: I, something, dude. You've got a like six foot thirteen Derrick Henry, maybe even seven foot thirteen. I don't know how tall and big that some bitch is, and you can't run him. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's serious. Something is wrong.
1: I don't know. I think that they understand now that uh, that they've, they've got it like in the bag. Like they know that Derrick Henry is the guy just after the, the fantasy points that he put up and just after the amazing touchdown runs that he had. What was that, middle of the season, close to late in the season? I mean, so it's gonna be.
0: He had that. He had that huge game, huge game. Like, like yeah, it was like points. week eight or nine. Yeah, it was like huge.
1: Points. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? It was that. That was against the Jags.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. I thought it was against a bigger team than that. I thought it was yeah. a bigger team.
1: We wa- we were watching that at the bar that night. I
0: thought it was the bigger team. It's yeah, like we went he, to the bar. And we watched. Yeah, that. that uh, dude, I was playing against him, dude. Yeah, I was playing I was against too. him that week. And Jake like, and I was like, I was like, nah, he ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna no. do it. The, like the first or second play or something, he ran like a hundred, so, like like it was like ninety something yards for a touchdown. Ninety one yards. It was like ninety one yards. It was ninety plus yards. He ran for a touchdown like that that week.
1: That was week one of the playoffs
0: it's for Tennessee.
1: No, that was week one of the fantasy football playoffs.
0: Fantasy playoffs. Okay, fantasy playoffs. Yeah, okay, because Jake Sweeney had yeah,
1: and yeah. It, you know, had a bye week. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I it was week
0: – okay, uh, you said playoffs, and that threw me off. Yeah, week, week one of fantasy playoffs, yeah.
1: Okay, so, yeah, so they need to get that together. Adam Humphrey's not really sure. Um, last little thing that I'll say that is, like, it's really not of any relevance whatsoever, but it's just cool. Blake Bortles is a Ram. He got, he got signed by the Rams today.
0: He's like a sheep. He's like
1: a backup. So. He's a shepherd. He's, like a, he's, he's a shepherd. A shepherd. He He's looks a like chef. a shepherd. Did you ever did you ever watch the video of him? Um, I think Barstool did it, and like he they got this girl to go tour his house and she was in his bedroom and she was like, So what's the first thing that you do in the mornings? He was like, uh I usually just get up and take a piss. <laughs> 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 Blake, Blake Bortles. Blake yeah, Blake Bortle said that. He's like, uh, usually just piss. <laughs> it's like he didn't say where he pissed, he just said he pissed, so he might be pissing himself in the bed like you don't really I
0: don't people that do that
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah, me too <laughs>
0: <laughs> inside jokes
1: fun inside, inside
0: jokes, jokes. Fun fun. yeah yeah
1: yeah. And, um, yeah and then uh one that has no relevance whatsoever uh two point went to the Titans to back up Mariota, so we'll see how that one turns out. Um, yeah, I'm Tannehill, man. I don't I mean, know.
0: I, I've had mixed feelings about him. Got mixed feelings about about Fitz Magic. You know,
1: I, I don't really have mixed feelings about Fitz Magic I mean, I think like
0: you think like he's completely negative, or
1: no, no. Like I, I think that he's gonna like shine like he did in Tampa for a few weeks, and it's gonna be nothing. Like he'll be but a like, hot waiver wire pick up again. Whose
0: chain is he gonna steal though? Because he obviously can't afford his
1: own. He's like, not gonna steal it. When are you to you buy your own chain. You know what I mean? Uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah, and got, Mark Wahlberg are gonna do pain and gain too, and he's gonna have a special role in it. He's gonna like, I think that he'll have like a cameo. Like he'll be so like, Deshaun Jackson what, will send him the What about what about Deshaun?
0: What about Deshaun going to Philly? What you think about that?
1: I think it's awesome that he's got a homecoming. I think it's
0: awesome too. I think it's awesome.
1: It's a homecoming. I remember watching uh, the movie Silver Lining's Playbook with Bradley Cooper and uh Robert De Niro and so
0: do you do you legitimately say that Deshaun Jackson is a wide receiver one this year with Carson Wentz healthy? I do. I say that he is.
1: I don't know how I feel about the Eagles anymore.
0: Dude, what he did with Fitz? I don't know. Like I I feel like it's like if you if you're a wide receiver and you do good with a shit quarterback in my opinion, or or was or was Fitz Magic just lucky? You know, like
1: I don't think. I, I mean, I don't it? know, man. It's it was so weird. It was just so weird how everything played out with 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 Fitzpatrick last year.
0: Little guys in Philly like randomly do good, like Darren Sproles. Yeah, like they randomly do good.
1: I mean, we'll see. I so, mean, Carson Wentz has to be a hundred percent, though. Like I, dude, I've lost confidence that. in Carson. Wentz. I feel
0: like he's turned into the new Andrew Luck.
1: Uh, I wouldn't know. I feel like he's like on a Andy Dalton trend.
0: <laughs> Two years in a row missing the playoffs. Come on. Oh
1: Come no. On, like it's uh he's he I hate it for him though. He definitely declined, I'll I'll tell you that much. So we'll <laughs> see what happens. Hopefully he can get it together and, and we'll see what he's made of this year. But yeah, I just uh, not really mainly for like fantasy. I mean he's definitely gonna be a later round, you know, grab, but um I just think it's awesome that he gets to go back home. So it's pretty cool. And so you're like, you're
0: late around. So like you're trying to be nice about my assumption.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like dog Deshaun Jackson. Like, I mean, I definitely think he's gonna have some pretty good. We're
0: not talking about John Deshaun Jackson. We're talking about me. Totally,
1: you're not gonna dog yeah. me?
0: You don't think you don't think that I'm 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 on point with that?
1: Like with your call with Deshaun? like do being you think
0: t- he's gonna be the wide receiver one in Philly? Is what I'm saying.
1: I mean, who else you got? Nelson Aguilar, yeah, yeah. He's obviously the wide receiver one. <laughs>
0: like, you think that he's gonna an Alshon Deshaun though? I don't know, man.
1: Alshon, oh yeah, Jeffrey's the number one right now. Yeah.
0: Ah, he's getting old though. Getting old. He is. Getting old, man. Wait, we've been, we've been fucking with Alshon for like what?
1: Deshaun Jackson. five older. years? Deshaun Jackson's older.
0: I know. But Deshaun Jackson went the fuck off.
1: When you, never, you didn't have him last year. Playing. You don't know. You
0: don't remember. Like, I yeah, remember playing Patrick that dude. Was playing. Yeah, I know. It was crazy, though. I had that dude on the bench too many times, dude. It was, it was heartbreaking.
1: It will be – I mean, it will be – I think that – I don't think you can discredit Alshon Jeffrey just yet. We'll see. I definitely know he's going to get the ball. You know, they, they spread yeah. the ball around, especially yeah. when Vince is in. So, I mean, you know, and they don't really have a run game. So
0: they've got to they got to really do something about that. They might have. I, I don't noticed, think they're they really got to do something. About game.
1: I, I think Philly's just like, hey, we won a Super Bowl. I don't care. You
0: know, you know what? You upset me about this podcast right now. What upsets you? You haven't said anything about a Saint yet.
1: Yeah, I have. We talked about we talked about Alvin Kamara.
0: A little bit. Okay, that's just something. Alvin oh, Kamara Teddy, because Teddy talked about mom. Teddy B Teddy what about Teddy B what about Teddy B. I, what, what's up I, with that? I, I, I said Why it. Why they do that? Bro. I said it
1: last week. When I said it. He's probably going to resign with the Saints, and and how how awesome is it that he got an opportunity to go and on the, the Miami Dolphins, just like Drew Brees did, and he turned down the Dolphins to go with the Saints, and he even he tweeted out the the, the best thing he could have ever said because I've been obsessed with saying this: run it back, Turbo. <laughs> like he, like he tweeted that out when he when he chose to stay with the Saints, and he even said like you know I, it's funny because like it was the same day that, that Drew Brees turned down the Dolphins to move to the Saints, so maybe some of that luck and are not really luck, but maybe some of that will rub off. I don't
0: believe I don't believe for one second that Drew Brees turned down the Dolphins. I don't believe that. I well, know it, there's a lot of conspiracy factual. believe it like that. No, it's not factual. You think no, the
1: Dolphins factual. turned him down?
0: No, the Dolphins, the Dolphins did not pay him what he was worth. Why?
1: And he turned because him
0: down. the Dolph- No, no. the The Dolphins organization would not pay him what he was worth.
1: So he turned Sabin, him down.
0: been wanted him, and they would not give him what he wanted.
1: Right. and when you He didn't turn. No 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 no, 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 okay, no, I'll no, no, no. Hey, I'll let you make your case. <laughs> if
0: they would have given him what he wanted, they would have easily. It wasn't like we're talking about Antonio Brown here. We're talking about a, possibly a career ending injury of, an, of, a, of a Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay. All right?
1: I don't really It's know. not
0: that hard to pay him what you what he wants.
1: You can go so in it wasn't direction. out of their realm. You can go in any direction with this, but we're talking about Nick
0: Saban. He knew what Breeze was. Right. Don't tell me that he didn't. The, the Dolphins, Dolphins screwed want, that up.
1: But the Dolphins didn't want to pay him, so Drew Brees turned them down. So in turn, yes, Drew Brees turned down the Dolphins, just like Teddy Bridgewater. Saban turned down the
0: dolphins. wanted Brees. He can want him. He was all the day head long. coach.
1: You can want him all day long, but that doesn't mean that Drew. Brees they wouldn't give
0: him, him like like it wasn't that like Brees wasn't that
1: expensive. I don't know where you're going. Like, with Like it
0: this. wasn't a problem.
1: <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. He turned. I'm down. not going anywhere. Give him the money. No. And because the Dolphins didn't give him the money, so he turned down the Dolphins. And he came to the, the
0: Dolphins told Saban that he couldn't have Breeze.
1: Now that's what a happened.
0: And it, yeah. No, How no. Is Jones- Nick Saban. Chase, we're talking about Nick Saban. He knows okay. football. He,
1: he knows football. Know football.
0: He knows football.
1: The money didn't like, land there, so Drew Brees turned him down. And and also Drew Brees came out and said we we have to go off a fact here. Drew Brees came out and said I just saw how bad the Saints wanted me and they had that confidence in me and they had as much confidence in me as I had in myself. And, I thought,
0: and the Saints also had more dollars, which wasn't that many fucking dollars is what I'm saying.
1: Well, at the end of the day, he chose the Saints. He turned down the Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater did the same thing. He's hoping that maybe some of that same luck will come to him.
0: You know what his unlucky thing will be? What's that? Sean Payton will be his fucking coach.
1: Now you're getting more conspiracy water. We're not there ah! yet. We're not there yet. We're, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, the rumors of, what, the Cowboys just 2020? Yeah, we'll That's
0: see what, what happens. what it said. I don't know, dude. I don't know. You know but, uh, free, agency, I
1: free agency was fun. I'm sure there will be a couple more moves up until the draft. So, we'll see what happens. But draft's coming up. I'm excited to get ready to start talking about that, especially draft night. We need to do what we did last year again, cover the whole first round. We need to get together. Um, and watch that shit for show. You,
0: you know, know what I, mean? I, I think, I think, I think that. Um, so we'll talk. We'll talk about it after. But um, do you know that it's legally possible to stream the draft and talk about it? Yeah, we should, we could we could do that.
1: All right, Twitch stream. It's a date.
0: No, I would. Yeah, Twitch or I would do YouTube, but. Even yeah, on YouTube. Yeah.
1: You gotta get a laptop. All right, right now we're gonna start uh uh we're gonna start a GoFundMe. Get Jordan a laptop. Jordan refuses to buy a laptop, so if you pay for a laptop for him, then he'll have a laptop. Do you agree? That is, that is true. Okay, so if you have money, it doesn't have to be an expensive laptop. Just donate some money. We'll start a GoFundMe. Buy Jordan a laptop. Because he doesn't want to buy one, so you can buy one for him. If you love Garage Guys, you'll buy Jordan a laptop. Um, getting into NASCAR, uh, I know you don't really want to talk about a whole lot of this shit. Did you even get? Did you even see who won the race? Did you even care?
0: When when was the race? It was on Sunday. Uh what's today? What's today? It's Tuesday. It's Monday.
1: Is, it's Tuesday, Tuesday when we're releasing uh, It could be any day.
0: Um well, um, you know, I just hope that um you know you know the cars are running good and um and Nobody you know, made we, a right we, turn. We, we, <laughs> we really uh, we really we really put in all of our effort. Um You sound like week,
1: Brad Keslowski right now.
0: And uh, you know, we did the same thing we did every single other week. Um we just tweaked like minor things and um it had nothing to do, um, you know, with uh me, it was all about track conditions
1: <laughs> did you uh, slam did, are you, you slamming at Brad K right now? No,
0: I don't drink Miller um, you but, sound uh, like
1: don't say that don't say that you
0: know, well you know it was it was about the car yes. you know, the car just the car basically drove itself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we get it. We get it. Um, if you're not already, uh, head over to Rotoballer.com. I am writing uh, NASCAR every week. I will tell you this until you all do it. And you can hit me up on Twitter and you can let me know that you subscribe to the premium content. We have a dope team of writers. We have guys that have been doing this and that are really good at what they do. Um, we have Daniel Dobish, Sean Engle, and the King Scott Engle fantasy football legend. And fantasy NASCAR legend as well. Um, it's an honor to work with these guys, and uh, we're bringing you content. I'm actually giving you the free content every week, where I pick four drivers. Um, so you can find that on Rotorballer.com, and there's a new NASCAR Twitter account at NASCAR DFS. Yes, Rotoballer owns that. We have that real estate on Twitter. So yes, get over there. Follow follow NASCAR Rotorballer on Twitter at NASCAR DFS, and uh, definitely uh, check out my articles each Sunday as well as uh, subscribing to the premium content so that you can win all you need to win and know all you need to know to dominate on the virtual racetrack uh, in the fantasy sports world. But uh, yeah, the Auto Club 400 was in Fontana, California this week. The four drivers that I ended up picking, uh, wrote about were uh, Martin Truex Jr., Clint Boyer, Kyle Larson, and Kurt Busch. Um, You're a Chevy guy, so you'll be happy to know that Kurt Busch is the only Chevrolet that has, I think, two top fives so far. He's really grown on me too, man. I mean, everybody hates Kyle Busch um, for the most part. There are people that are fans of him. I love how you
0: act like you're not a Chevy
1: guy. I am a Chevy guy, 100%. But I love how you act like you're not. I am. You are too. How do I act like I'm not just because I don't say but it. But really,
0: but really, like, what does Chevy have to do with the car?
1: I mean, it's just that's what fucks
0: me up rooting, by NASCAR. Like,
1: they're like rooting for the like, manufacturer. They're
0: like, oh, it's a Mountain Dew car. That dude probably don't even like Mountain Dew.
1: <laughs> no, that, that is I mean? false. Chase Elliott chugs Mountain you know Dew.
0: I, mean? you know I, mean? I mean, he might chug it. But that's
1: that's who pays him. That's who pays him, man. But um, but yeah, what it was man? uh. I don't know like it's just the manufacturer we choose so yes but I I try not to be biased when I'm you know writing every week and making these picks um but I did put Kurt Busch in there this week he finished 6th um I was really pissed off like Clint Boyer had a freak accident um I think his engine blew up he had engine failure so that was one of my picks didn't do too hot Truex finished uh
0: Probably didn't Dingleberry home that uh those, those cylinders properly
1: yeah, you gotta happen. really
0: get them dingleberry honers. You know, you gotta hone them. You know, you gotta hone them dingleberries and get them dingleberries out of it.
1: You gotta make sure so. the dingleberries work. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's it's really rare to see a Stuart Haas Ford uh, do what it did, but I mean, you have a joke for that, probably, right? Do we have for, uh, for a Ford? You have Ford jokes.
0: Ford jokes. Um, well, I don't know. Look, honestly, Ford's been growing on me a little bit. And I hate to say it, you know.
1: It's okay. They didn't take a bailout in two thousand eight.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not really about the bailout. It's not really about. I don't know.
1: Fine. No, maybe
0: I, maybe I'm getting fucking old. I really don't give a fuck anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't think we care. I think it's just like <laughs> yeah. things that we <laughs> instill <look> like, like <laughs> instill with our parents. Like you have to like this car. It's like yeah, it's like it's like, it. it's like Walmart.
0: It's like. Which one's the expensive one? Which one's the cheap one? Where are that mid range at? Where What that mid range? I've found, I found
1: myself enjoying George Brand and Wrangler now from Walmart more and more as I age. I'm okay with that life.
0: It it, it, it will it will make your workday special.
1: It does that. I got me. Some like if you got a
0: pair of pants that make your workday special, like that's legit,
1: dude. Nine ninety nine, $9., $9. rustlers from Walmart. That's how you do it. Got a got a <laughs>
0: not, not Rustlers. Yeah, I don't even know Russell. what rustlers are. I didn't they know I didn't know out, until dude. the
1: other day either, but I got a pair. <laughs> Russell. Hey, Russell hey, Steakhouse, Ricky Bobby. Since we're talking about I Netflix. mean,
0: look, dude, we're we're like we're like females today If it zips it fits. That's like, right,
1: baby. That's right. <laughs> But, um,
0: We're gonna find out the rest, and within twelve hours, of working in the bitches. Whether or not they go in the trash or they go back in the washer,
1: like, he squirreled so fucking hard. <laughs> okay, Kyle. Kyle Larson was the other driver uh, that I had, and he didn't have the race to anyone. Th- Everybody thought he was going to have a really good finish as well. That's um, racing, though,
0: right? Like that's, that's how it is. That's, that's how it drama. is. You
1: know, you know? have your highs and your lows. So
0: I wouldn't you know. say drama. Like that's just that's just how it is, man. Oh
1: there's drama. There's a lot of drama. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the guys at Rotoball are really getting into NASCAR now since we started riding, got the team set up, and they're telling me like the, the drama is intense. It's like watching a soap opera that's two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's basically it. But uh, before we break off of that, big congrats! I do have to give a big congrats to Kyle Busch. He got his two hundredth career victory. Um, and a cool little uh, cool little uh, fact: um, the first race. I think it was one of the first he won was in 2005 at auto club in Fontana and all the money that he won from that race, he donated it to the victims of hurricane Katrina back when nice dude, really. So it was, that's really dope. It was dope to hear. I think that was awesome. So, you know, I'm not, you know, Kyle Bush is like one of the, I the probably
0: drank some of his water.
1: You probably drink some of his water. Yeah. He drives, he drives the M M&M and M car. In uh, the Skittles car. and the Interstate Battery car. Kyle Bush is number oh, eight. damn,
0: I was excited about the music until you said Skittles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Skittles. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: He's going to be a dad. Oh, it's
0: still music. Yeah. It's still little, music. Yeah. Little,
1: little Zan's going to be a dad. Did you know that?
0: I, I saw that. I saw that. That's a scary fucking thought. That, that's for <laughs> For
1: another day. But yeah, but yeah, real. that was I think that was really awesome of Kyle Bush, or as they that call it Tony Bush. So uh it, it kinda made me like him a little bit more. He's just one of those drivers people love to hate, but at the end of the day he's a good
0: guy. When you're done, um, let me know about the NASCAR and I want to ask you a question about NASCAR.
1: Oh, I'm done. Ask me ask away.
0: How many Nascar drivers have been hit with a drug test for marijuana? <sighs>
1: Oh uh, I don't know, but according to a I think it was on uh Barstool's Pardon My Take, Denny Hammond was on there and they were talking about how they do drug test them and like like because it had something to do are with Are they it. not
0: smoking it or are they not getting in trouble for it? That's that's what I wanna know. I don't like know that's, that's a legit really, question.
1: It's not talked about. Like I mean in any
0: other thing besides NFL.
1: I don't know. We have to see. No
0: that. hockey guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we covered this. Hockey guys
0: time. got yeah. to be smoking. They got to do what they do. The hard work they put in, they got to be smoking
1: some shit. Those motherfuckers are putting on oxycodine, dude. <laughs> Just well, that's crazy.
0: prescription. They can get okay. They can be all right with that, you yeah, know?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> they get a script them. for that. What's all up, man? Way. You know what them drivers got to be like? You know, they, they, they. Most of them, I, don't, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to overstep my boundaries of knowledge of NASCAR, but I would have to say that most of them are southern, southern men.
1: Uh, let's see, ESPN dot com. You know? May third, third. Let's see. Uh, NASCAR began random drug testing in the two thousand and nine season. Prior to then, it only tested if it's expected a driver or crew member was using drugs. So it's like stereotyping. Like I don't know. Uh, so, oh nine, they started testing. I guess. But
0: and, uh, okay, okay. Since oh nine, I wonder how many drivers have been hit with with uh, what do you? How do you call it? Uh, infractions, or uh, for marijuana? Uh, you know, like, I don't know. I've never heard about it, so I can only in only in my experience say that there hasn't been any.
1: You know what I mean? mean? This is all I know. It says drug free sport conducts the random selection. Uh, to they use urine, blood, saliva, hair, or breath specimens. Damn. Yeah, blood, they get heavy with it. But, uh, let's see. Collectors must measure the... Okay, normal drug testing shit. Um, refusing to test, failing to appear for a test, leaving before the test is over, or failing to cooperate is considered a positive test. If it is a race weekend, the violator is subject to ejection from the event. So they say they have this, but we've never heard of this. So either these drivers... But should, nobody's been hit with anything? Like, like all these NASCAR. Know, how many maybe, people maybe, are in a race? race? Don't, how many people they? are in a race? I don't know. Like I mean, you just don't hear about it. Like, maybe they don't use it, or maybe they just say all this just to say it.
0: I know, but like, how many do you hear about? None. None, dude.
1: So either they're like, all is like, it either all forty two of them are not using they're not smoking pot or like that's fucking horrible.
0: Like how can you think of, like how can you pick out forty two people and be like you need to smoke no pot? <laughs> I mean like that's impossible these days. I don't like, know, man. NASCAR, hockey, NBA. Like, come on, man. Oh y'all really wanna smoke. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to, they, they just,
1: just turn, They just turned okay. a blind eye. It's like we talked about last week. I think that I know. Just it needs to have- old school and like 1940s, like in the beginning of pineapple express, that's Roger Goodell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Can okay. we talk about Goodell or
1: not? No, I don't want to even get on that subject. Um, right. I do. I do. However, want to get into uh, our little garage talk segment. Um, I got to talk about this. So you agreed before the show started. Uh, that you didn't want to hear what I had to say. If you were to get on Twitter, you would have saw that I was going to talk about it anyway. So you probably would have already known, but you don't do Twitter much, which is good for this conversation right now. That's about to happen. Um, I recently watched a documentary that's been heavily talked about um, on HBO. It was the, it was the most fucked up, disturbing documentary I've probably ever seen in my life. I've always had my suspicions about shit, but I feel like this brought a whole new light. Uh, it's called leaving Neverland. It is about Michael Jackson and two of the boys have came out now as men and went into graphic detail about what Michael Jackson did to them as children. um, one of the kids, there were two two of the guys that were on the show. I got to make sure I had their names. I know one of them is Wade Robson uh, from Australia. He's the guy that basically invented in sync and Britney Spears. He's like a really good dance choreographer, um, and he was inspired by Michael Jackson as like a, a five year old kid in Australia. He just had a natural talent of dancing, and he was like he idolized Michael Jackson as a kid. Um, Let's see. I want to get this. I want to make sure I have the right name. Um, let's see. Uh, the so, other like guy, in
0: this, do they have the Home Alone kid?
1: Yeah, they talk about Macaulay Culkin um, as well. So
0: does he? Does he talk? Because I seen something where he had an interview that was kind of come out, and I wonder if if it was. If it was it a part of it yet, or you finished it, or was it like a, like a series, or was it like a, like a one episode? Okay, one?
1: so yeah, I'm done with it. I, it was it's a two part documentary. It's there. It, both episodes are two hours long. Um, Four hour documentary. Uh, James Safechuck is the other guy. He uh, he was the kid that did the uh, original Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. Um, like where the kid who's a little kid that like walked into the room and was trying on all of Michael's clothes. And then Michael walked in and he was like all happy and shit. So it basically like goes in, it starts off with safe Chuck's story. Um, And then it, you know, with Wade Robson's of course, kind of just giving their background and like how they came in contact with Michael. And um, it was, like Safe Chuck, he said he remembered doing this video. Like he wasn't really into Michael Jackson; he was more into sports and shit. But he remembered that these guys came to his house and wanted him to do a video talking about how much he loved Michael Jackson, and they had him do a video of him like dancing and talking about Michael Jackson. And then Michael Jackson invited him to his house, and he talks about it as he's older now. Is like it was kind of like I was auditioning for him, and. He uh he used to go over to this boy's house, dude, and the mom would like let Michael Jackson stay the night with him. And like she said it was like he was one of her sons, Michael Jackson was. And James Safechuck was like 9 years old. So, so it was like
0: scary movie shit. Like it, like it was like like the scary movie. Like the, the prediction of scary movie was real.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. Like I it mean it's not funny at all, but Like
0: it, I know, no, no. I remember like hiding under the fucking blanket like Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It's scary, dude. Like, um, like, especially, you know, me and you were both dads. So like, you know, we have kids and like just watching this just, you know, it's, it fucked me up, man. But like, okay. So safe Chuck recalls like, how Michael Jackson basically like brainwashed him, like manipulated him. And he was like, you know, we're best friends or whatever. And he said, it started like um, they went on this, he, he went on tour with him and the kid's mom like went with him and stuff. And uh, he asked if, if he could stay in the room with Michael, Michael asked if James could stay in the room with him. And the mom was kind of skeptical at first, but then she ended up letting him stay. And in every tour they went on, their hotel room would get further and further away from the parents. And they never really questioned it because Michael Jackson was just like chucking them money. Like like they were living lavish. So like the, the parents were just like, oh, whatever, you know, like we're getting to hang out with Harrison Ford and Tina Turner and shit. Little do they know that uh, he's got little James uh, butt naked on the bed with his ass up in the air and his anus sticking out and he's jacking off to him. And there uh, he, Michael Jackson is giving the kid, the nine year old kid blowjobs. Um, He's licking the nine-year-old kid's butthole. Um, Oh, my God, Tim. no. Oh, oh, see, you haven't watched it. It's it's even worse, man. So, apparently, like, there was a part where, like, you know, because he had asked him. He said they went to Paris, and that was the first time that any of it happened. He he introduced masturbation to this nine-year-old kid, and he told him about how it feels good. And he's like, watch me do it. And like Michael Jackson would masturbate in front of him and then he would, he would beat him off. And, uh, and then, so like he was talking about how like Michael Jackson, like went and bought a ring and was like, I'm going to, we're going to get married. And, uh, he bought Neverland. He told the kid, James, that he bought Neverland for him so they could have a place to go. And the longer that this happened, the more they started getting more intense. And, um, he said that when he bought Neverland, they would have anal sex in basically every part of Neverland in the train room and the house, like everywhere. Um, and this kid was like nine and 10 years old. Um, this is Netflix. This is on HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, wow. And, uh, and then Wade Robson was the, was six or seven. He was seven years old. Yeah he was seven years old when he met Michael or or he was five when he met Michael. But then when he was seven is when Michael kind of got him and brought him around or whatever. And, um, he said that it was a lot more intense. Like he was talking about his story. Um, Michael Jackson would put his, his penis in this seven year old kid's mouth. Oh God. Yeah. And like, so he, This
0: this is just not, this is not, this is, this is, oh my God
1: yeah dude it's it's gut-wrenching like and with Wade like the it lasted from when he was seven years old to till, till he was 14 years old and uh the same thing with the kid James and um you know and then Michael would talk about how he talked to James and say you're gonna start seeing me with other boys now I'm gonna start seeing some more younger boys and since he was getting older you know, Michael wanted to keep you know nine-year-olds, 8 year olds nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds, seven-year-olds, whatever. He didn't want them after they reached the teenage years, basically. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's disturbing as fuck. And I honestly can say that I do not doubt any of it one bit. And I've always had my suspicions about Michael Jackson. There's just nothing normal about a thirty-year-old man that sleeps in the same bed with with little ch- boys little children just it's not no
0: no no fucking legitimate anything there um burning hell um i hate that he wasn't prosecuted properly
1: oh dude that's that's what i'm saying like he he
0: because i feel like people should know and i feel like i should know i feel like i feel like we should have all known
1: um, well, that's why this happened legitimately.
0: Well, he even he, now he, it does not know justice though.
1: Well, he, even, even when all this was going on, like even when all this stuff was happening, like he would, he, when he got prosecuted the first time back in like 90, I don't know, the 2003, I think it was, or like in nine, it was in the nineties. That no, was in the nineties. Like one little kid came out and was like, he did this stuff to me. He would get all yeah, I remember kids, that. Yeah, he would get all those boys that he did all that stuff with, like the ones that were really close to him, because like, they, 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 these little boys were like in love with him. Like He brainwashed them to think it was okay, and all this was okay. It was just how they showed their love for each other. And he would call them and say, Hey, like they, they wouldn't hear from him for months at a time, but then like all of a sudden when all the shit would go down, he would contact them. They would just be so happy to hear from him because they missed him that they would do whatever he asked them to do. And they, he would say, yeah, yeah. I'll go there and tell them that, you know, you don't do anything wrong and this and that. And they, did, they, these kids did that for him for so long. And then like, I know with Wade Robson, he didn't come out and say anything until he was like in his 30s. After he had a kid, he started going to a therapist, and they—that's they, it, it talks about how like their adult life, it really fucked with them. Like they were just like very.
0: Oh, man! I couldn't imagine. Uh huh. Yeah. I couldn't you, imagine, dude. You
1: got this guy that's basically invincible. Like he would threaten them Like, <sighs> like James basically told him he wasn't. No, he guy. wasn't
0: invincible to them. He wasn't invincible to them. Like uh, to man. them, he was a friend.
1: No, but as as they got older, he was a
0: lover. To them right. where they were that young. Yeah, when they he were wasn't young. A, he wasn't invincible at all.
1: But I remember everything
0: but, that he did to them was okay to them then.
1: I think it was more that way for Wade Robson, not that way for James Safechuck. like James Safechuck like basically came out and said that I think it was in two thousand Michael Jackson called him wanting him to testify and he told him he didn't want to, and he said, I have the best lawyers in the world. He was like, If you say anything, I will, you know, fuck you up, basically. Like wow, yeah, it was it's not like he had it, a
0: fucking a team of guys that would beat the fuck out of you.
1: No, when you, <laughs> you know, it's just like I don't know. He's he's Michael Jackson. Like in the whole world, it's like it's so sad because like the whole world wanted him to get off and be free and all this stuff, and he really did this shit to people. And but anyway, now like you know his daughter Paris Jackson, all of them are coming out and they're saying stuff about it. But it was the most fucked up documentary I've ever seen, and I think that a lot of people that. You know, I'll never watch it. I think a lot of people need to watch it, honestly.
0: I'll never watch it. I'll never watch it. It's. Uh, I'll go off of what you told me.
1: Yeah, you can do that. It. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's your judgment call. But, I mean, if you're like a hardcore Michael Jackson fan, you're having a hard time believing like, you need to watch it. Because it, especially if you're a parent, like, it'll really open your eyes to, like, that this nah, th-
0: fucking straight paranoia, dude. For a parent, that's straight paranoia. It's, it like it, it's like like you don't you don't want nobody you know nobody around your kid. Like no, and, uh, no. and you know what really really fucks me up is like you you think that your whole life, like whenever we're younger, we think that we think that um, celebrities are held to a higher standard. You know, that's like we really believe that. That's exactly yeah, what we we, be- we believe that 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 celebrities all the paparazzi, you know what I mean? Remember that word? Remember that word when we were kids? Like we heard paparazzi? Yeah.
1: You know, we thought that paparazzi
0: saw everything that, that, um, that rich and famous did. We thought that they knew it all. So we thought that if it wasn't a paparazzi, it wasn't real because we thought the paparazzi was real. Right. We didn't understand that, that like, it was a different, a lot more, you know,
1: it was a complete different landscape of like, how much celebrities got away with back in the day as opposed to now, because we don't have celebrities. Like I think they did a, they did a, like a one hour special with Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. After you watch it and you can watch it where they kind of talk about, they do a tell all. And even Oprah was saying like, you know, we don't like celebrities aren't like they used to be because the internet, you know, it's changed so much with celebrities and musicians and shit now, mm-hmm. but it's uh it was disturbing as fuck. And, um, it's, you know,
0: Painful. That's painful, dude. Yeah, you it's know,
1: hardcore. It's hardcore. But my my take on it is yes. I had a lot of people asking me what I thought, what I believed. Yes, I completely believe that Michael Jackson did this shit to these kids. What grown man is going to just come out for the benefit of something that has a family and everything else, especially a story this big, and just come out and say all this stuff? Just yeah. You know what I mean? Man? I don't.
0: I don't. There's you know, going. the best thing I can do as a human being right now, is to pray for anyone that has been victimized and to always open my eyes for anything um, in my future, for me as a human, to always open my eyes for future um, references and then uh, possibilities of things. And um uh, you know, we can worry about what had happened years ago and we can we can let that either paranoia us, scare us, or you know, worry us mainly about it. Right. Um but what he did was wrong. I think that we all always knew that he was, that he was, that he was legitimately doing that to people. Uh, and I say people it's cause it doesn't matter if they are a child or older, they're still people. And, uh, right. You know, hopefully that people, 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 people do better. Let's, let's, let's always hope that people will be better.
1: You yeah. Know? Because it's uh, pedophilia. You don't fuck with kids like plain and simple. Like
0: yeah, you don't, you don't fuck with people. That, that's, yeah. Yes, that's
1: why I said people. You don't fuck with but people. kids are another level. That's a level of... They, they,
0: oh, oh, it, it, makes it, it makes it so much worse. Uh, understood. Sick. That it makes it worse.
1: And I, and I even though, it, even I though
0: it's, it's a weird. kid, it still doesn't make a difference whether it's your wife, whether it's your friend, whether it's a random person that you just saw at a 7-Eleven at 3 o'clock in the morning Right. People are people respect them. And, you know, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter if your mama raised you right or not do right things.
1: Yeah. You know, what's right. People, in all you know, courses, a of general, a general aspect of what right and wrong is. But I know it was kind of a downer to bring, to bring that up, but I mean, it's, it's been highly talked about and I wanted to say what I had to say about it and tell you about it a little bit. My main yeah, thing was. is, you know, I was in a restaurant the other day, Two Michael Jackson songs played you know, as, as a world, not just as a country, as a world, this man is still glorified as a celebrity or as a, an important person in the world. And that's that's part
0: of our world that we live in, though.
1: We are glorifying a fucking. Hold glorified.
0: on, hold on. That's the thing about our world now. It doesn't matter about your art, we glorify.
1: He's a talented. He's a talented singer. He's a talented oh, dancer. Oh, yeah, all we, that. We we
0: we as humans have glorified artists
1: I mean, I, I, that idolized. have cut
0: their own tongue out. Yeah, we've glorified artists by many things that they have done, which we know should not be done as humans but we glorify them because they're quote unquote artists. They can say whatever they want or do whatever they want. If they're a good artist and that's not true. It's not true. It shouldn't be true.
1: Mm
0: -mm. You know, it shouldn't, it is true, but it shouldn't be.
1: There's so much shit that goes on in Hollywood. And I just, you know, one of these days we're going to get it right as a world people, hopefully, you know, but, just uh,
0: fucking hope, man. Just hope and pray, and, and 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 keep on going towards the right things.
1: If you're, I just wanna, I want to leave with this: if you are a Michael Jackson fan and you're just like, there's no way any of this happened, and you haven't watched that yet, just watch it. Just yep. watch it, and then tell me how you feel, and feel free to tweet at me. Um, you know where to, if you know where to find me at at GarageGuyChase on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, what have you. Uh, where can they follow you at this week? In the bag. In the bag? You're in your bag?
0: I'm in the bag. The bag. Not even
1: my bag. The bag. Oh, that's, that's big. That's uplifting. In Jordan's in the bag, guys. He's not in his bag. He's in the bag. That's, that's The b- bag. That's big news. So yes. Big news for Jordan. Jordan's in the bag. You follow him in the bag. Um, other than that, we will be back with you next week. Hope you enjoyed the show as always follow us at garage guy sports on everything and everywhere. Social media has to offer and it's bracket season. Get ready for some basketball. I made my first bracket. I'm going to see how, how it turns out. I have Duke winning it all with Zion and his Kyrie Irvings, not Paul Georges. Ducky. All right. We out sports party repeat.